This is the Scale with Psychology podcast, where you're going to optimize your psychology to exponentially scale your business and become the ultimate version of yourself. I'm your host, Ani Manian, widely known as the Mind Whisperer and trusted advisor and psychedelic therapist to the world's top entrepreneurs and leaders. And I believe that entrepreneurship is a mental game. And the main constraint in any business is not the strategies and tactics, but the psychology of the founder. And with each episode, I'm going to help you take your life in business to levels you never thought possible. If you're ready to play the game of life and business in God mode, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome back to the show. I have my good friend and an expert on breath, the art and science of breathing here with me today. Adrian Williamson. Adrian facilitates breakthroughs. He's worked in sustainable development, education, and the arts, and he's integrated and expanded his own experiences into what he calls the introspective method. And he coaches burnt out professionals and entrepreneurs who are seeking focus, meaningful relationships, and peak performance. Adrian teaches breathwork techniques that have been scientifically and empirically proven to increase sustained attention and episodic memory while lowering stress anxiety, and blood pressure. He unifies these benefits with a whole bunch of individualized coaching methodologies, Eastern science, to create breakthroughs for personal and professional transformations. Welcome to the show, Adrian. Great. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. So, you know, the topic of our conversation today, and this is really a masterclass, um, this is not going to be just a conversation. We're going to really teach people um, how to think about something that's so fundamental and core to their being, their breath in a different way, and how to actually leverage it practically in their life, starting right now, (laughs) for more energy, more clarity, more performance. And if you're listening to this, right, you may have some familiarity with breath work. It's become more popular these days. Wim Hof and um, a bunch of other people have popularized this. This is a very ancient science. I mean, this has been around in the East for thousands of years. Um, there's all sorts of breathing practices like pranayama, um, and which has a whole like, you know, 50, 60 different styles of breath work. But the breath is one of the most, you know, overlooked aspects of our life because we came in to this world with a breath. We're going to leave this world with our last breath and our life happens in between. And because the breath was there before our conscious mind developed, it's just been in the background of experience the entire time. And so it's very easy to overlook this thing that's happening in the background um, while we work, while we sleep, while we eat, while we shit, while we fuck. The entire um, totality of the human experience is happening in the foreground of this background process, which is I mean, we know it's critical for us to live, but I think, you know, it'd be helpful to start with just how critical this is for for us to live the kind of life that we want. So why don't we start there, Adrian? Why is the breath such a big blind spot? And, you know, what are some very immediate benefits that we can derive from learning how to to use, harness this, um, this process that's happening autonomously in our body? Breath is at the foundation of how our cells create energy. On every dimension in our body, breath is the prime mover. 
And we can all think of this in your life. Like if everyone right now just takes a deep breath, feel like 1% more energized, right? A little bit more, right? And breath, in addition to giving us being at the foundation of our energy creation, is also immediate. You know, we can have a cup of coffee. It'll work in 15 minutes. You can have a workout. Maybe 30 minutes after your workout, you'll feel a little increased energy or clarity. Breath gives us all of this energy, all of this clarity immediately. And at the foundation of, it's at the foundation of our experience. You know, we often think that, you know, people who are trying to transform their way of being or their way of life, they think about exercise, they think about diet, they think about a new method of using their work. These are all really great ways to increase our energy or transform. But in the background, at the foundation of all of this, is breathing and it's we it's as you said it's really easy to take for granted so yeah i'm yeah. really excited to be able to dive in and and show people how powerful this can be yeah so you know there's some very very core benefits to learning how to use your breath so i'll say this right off the bat if you don't have a breath work practice that you do daily then you're missing out you're missing out on one of the most powerful um, technologies, you have access to biological technologies to increase memory, attention, focus, to lower anxiety, stress, and overwhelm, to break through from, you know, depressive states, um, really to take full ownership and have sovereignty over your body. Because whether you like it or not, your breath is driving your life. The quality of your breath determines the quality of your life. And if the quality of your life isn't where you would like it to be, then a great, very easy place to start. There's no barrier to entry. It doesn't cost any money. You don't have to, you know, buy some supplements. You don't have to buy coffee. You don't need to be a, a consumer that we've been indoctrinated to um, behave like. You can just do this by yourself and it's so easy. So if you get nothing else from this conversation, get this, that, you know, just having a little more influence over the quality of your breath is going to be life-changing for you. So let's dive right into breath because our breath and our nervous system, which is another huge driver for the quality of our life, are very, very, very intimately connected. So when we breathe in, we take in oxygen. This goes into the mitochondria in our cells, which is the energy storehouse. And the breath is really how we're creating energy in the body, right? That the blood, um, the, the oxygen gets bound to hemoglobin, which circulates to the, the body. And that's how all the cells, the 40 trillion cells that we have um, are energized and that's how we're able to execute all our biological functions. So most people, they're not breathing properly. They don't know how to breathe. And if you're one of them, don't feel bad because this is just not something we're taught. We're not taught how to breathe. <laughs> and it's so foundational. Most people breathe um, you know, in a way that makes the breath very shallow. When the breath is shallow, we are primarily in a sympathetic nervous system state. That's we're increasing arousal in the system. We're tending towards fight or flight. 
Um, and pretty much all of the stress and anxiety lives in that state. So if you're not breathing correctly, you're probably in a low level stress response most of your life. So let's start there. What is the incorrect way to breathe? And what is the correct way to breathe? Because, you know, if you implement just this, um, and Adrian, I want you to be super practical here and just break down, you know, with the chest and with the belly. And um, I want you to really demonstrate like how this works and how this looks looks like so that people who are listening and watching can can feel this right now, can try this right now and can implement this and develop the awareness for their breath. Right. So the most important thing to remember is that we have different breaths for different types of feelings that we want to move into, different types of energy we want to cultivate. So for example, if you're feeling really anxious, it's good to move the breath into the belly. The more that our breath is happening in our diaphragm, this is giving us long-term sustainable energy. For you someone think... who doesn't know what a diaphragm is, can you? I want you to really break mm -hmm. this down, you know, to to the most basic level, because you know I think we we overlook how you know foundational and fundamental this is. So, what is the diaphragm like? What does it mean to move breath into the belly, like? you know how most people are breathing in their chest what does that look like and this is guys this is not just for peak performance or for more energy if you spend most of your day chest breathing breathing shallow you're missing out on life you're literally missing out on life so adrian break this down hard please all right let's break it down all right first things first most basic principle that everyone can apply right now if you want to have more energy right now breathe in for a little bit longer than you breathe out, that'll increase your energy. If you wanna feel more, more sense of calm or relax, breathe out for a little bit longer than you breathe in. This is kind of foundational, makes sense. You breathe in more, brings in more energy into your system. You breathe out more, calms us down, relaxes us, reduces anxiety. So that's kind of the first, we can think of that as the first pillar. Next pillar to think of, we need to start with realizing how massive our lungs are. Our lungs, most of your chest area, most people think of breath as this little thing that goes kind of forward and back a little bit in the chest. When we breathe, we can breathe our, our lungs expand into our shoulder blades, our lungs expand into our lower back, and our diaphragm, which is located on kind of, you think of it underneath your lungs or in your belly, can also expand forward and back. So, you know, we remember that it's important to remember breath is a whole body kinetic experience. And then a couple principles about where the breath, where we focus our attention on moving the breath is going to change the character of energy that it creates. So think of it if you're a runner, right? A sprinter breathes through their chest because they need energy now. Chest, chest breathing, energy now. But the thing about chest breathing is that it's not sustainable over a long period of time. A cross-country runner, a long-distance runner, isn't going to breathe into their chest. They're going to breathe into their diaphragm, or they're going to breathe into their lower body, lower back. And, you know, everyone can take a second to do this right now. Right? If everyone just breathes into their chest, <sighs> burst of energy. Breathe into your diaphragm kind of more steady state energy. So those, that, that, those are some of the first things to keep in mind. So to review, pillar, first pillar, 
Longer in than out, more energy. Longer out than in, more relax. Next pillar, chest versus diaphragm. More into the chest, immediate energy now, short-term burst of energy, not sustainable though. Breathing into the diaphragm, long-term steady state energy. Next pillar, we have breathing in through the mouth versus breathing in through the nose. So this we can overlay with the chest and diaphragm pretty easily. If you're breathing into your chest, you probably wanna be breathing into your mouth. Breathing in through our mouth is energy now, it's immediate energy. So uh, sprinting, uh, if you think of our you know, primitive ancestors, this is, this is hunting a tiger breath. <laughs> you need energy immediately, but it's gonna burn out quickly. And so our normal breath that we should be doing throughout 95% of the day is breathing through your nose into your diaphragm. This is steady state breath. It's calming, it's relaxing while kind of increasing our energy subtly, right? But if you, know, you have, uh, you're, you're sprinting, you have a, a particularly difficult task ahead of you, doing a, a short-term burst of chest breathing can really give us that power to break through. So I want you to just give a quick guided demonstration of how people should be breathing most of the time. Because, you know, uh, the work in you, that I do with my clients, you know, the breath is something we really work on because the, the quality of our breath is really determining the quality of our attention, our focus, our performance, how clear we feel, how energized we feel, um, how grounded we feel. And you know, when we're shallow chest breathing, which we're conditioned to because, you know, there's notifications going off on the phones, meetings left and right. Um, if you're an entrepreneur or a high achiever of some kind or a leader, there's a lot on your mind. You're, you're shouldering very, very heavy responsibility. Um, there's a lot you're thinking about at any given moment. And chances are your awareness is not on your breath. And so when you're in your head, when you're, you know, just caught up in your thinking, chances are you're automatically chest breathing, you're automatically breathing um, shallow. So, you know, just watch your breath for the next five seconds. Don't change it. Just notice where it's at. Notice if it's in your chest and it's short and shallow, or if it's in your belly and if it's long and diaphragmatic. And Adrian, I want you to take a few seconds and just walk people through the cueing for how they should be breathing most of the time. All right, great. So how we should be breathing for most of the time is breathing in through our nose. And I like to imagine the breath is going in through the nose, kind of hitting as far, imagine the breath going as deep into your head as possible. Entering in through the back of the throat, and then going straight down and ballooning out your belly. So if everyone wants, they can put their hands on their belly or want, put your right hand on your belly and your left hand on your uh, lower back. And then as you breathe in through your nose, you should be able to feel your belly moving forward and that also your lower back expanding a little bit. And, and your this, chest not moving that much, correct? Chest is barely moving here. Uh, you know, the, 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 because we evolved for chest breath to be hunting a tiger breath, right? This is something that we've evolved to do in highly stressful situations. Often if people feel stressed, 
that breath goes up to their chest. They take these baby chest, everyone takes these baby chest breaths, which are appropriate for maybe five seconds. And then you get super diminishing returns off of your breath. Uh, and, it, and it puts you more into that kind of fight or flight anxiety state. So if ever you notice yourself, the attention in, the, in your chest is moving in these little chest breaths, it's a cue to remember, okay, bring the breath deeper into the body. Can I move my diaphragm more? Can I expand my lower back more? Is my mouth closed? Am I breathing into the back of my throat? And the breath can also be a little audible. A little audible. We're often conditioned to breathe really quietly. This is kind of nonsense. The breath isn't as loud as, as we think. You can let it make some sound. I have a teacher who says the person with the steadiest breath in the conversation or in the room is leading the room. So let's talk about that for a second, um, because the breath has a huge effect on the voice, right? And if someone wants to really own a room, someone wants to be persuasive, have influence, lead people, what is that? link between the breath and the voice and, you know, the confidence that people are looking for and how do they create that using the breath? Oh yeah. So this is something that all singers know that breath is at the foundation of our voice. The simplest thing that everyone can think of to be able to apply immediately is when we're talking, you want to imagine the voice coming from as low in your body as possible. This means you're generating the voice from the diaphragm. And the best way to cultivate a voice which allows us to lead the conversation, which allows us to be in control of the situation we're in, is, you know, first thing is what we went over, which is breath principles about longer inhale, exhale, our breathing to our chest, our breathing to our diaphragm, is this nose, is this throat. First, first kind of grouping of pillars is principles. The next thing that we do long-term is practice, which means I do breath every morning, 20, 25 minutes. All my clients I work with, this is the first thing we do is developing a morning breath, breath practice. If you practice breath in the morning, then throughout the whole day, your breath is going to be deeper. Your breath is going to be more steady and your breath is going to be more in your diaphragm. It's it's really the highest impact thing that we can do in our mornings, more than a cup of coffee, more than doing 10 push-ups. Often people think that running is the only way for them to get energy or that if they feel off, they're like, oh, I need to go for a run. Often all you need to do is breathe and the, our body wants to make us run because that's the only time it ever gets enough oxygen. <laughs> We can do, we can just do that in 10 minutes sitting in your desk chair just <sighs> take a take a deep breath. Great. So what does how does one construct a, a morning breath practice? Like can you break that down? Like what does yeah. that look like? What are the options? What are the different kinds of breath? And you know, can you give us like a couple of versions, like maybe a a 10 minute version and a longer 20 minute version that people can implement? Yeah. So what I always start with people with all my clients is first to recognize that developing new habits can be difficult. It's important to create 
structures where we can be successful. I start with this. Take five deep breaths tomorrow morning. Wake up, roll your feet over the edge of your bed, take five really deep, big breaths with as much of your body as possible. You can breathe in through your mouth, like. <sighs> take some big chest breaths. Start with that, right? There's, there's no excuse not to do it. Just five deep breaths, five seconds. Now, if you can do that, developing a breath breath practice there the biggest thing to, to think of what you want to is what you want to get out of your day if you're looking to have a breakthrough day try breathing mouth into chest if you're looking to have a calm steady state grounded day this is a nose into diaphragm sort of day so let's start with um, the type of breath which has been popularized by Wim Hof which is chest breathing really great for creating breakthroughs, breakthrough energy. So for this, <clears throat> place yourself in the center of your circumference. Imagine your rib cage lifting off of the hips, back of the skull lifting up and out of the spine. You wanna have your jaw relaxed here. And as we breathe in, imagining the air coming in to the corners of our mouth, over the bottom molars, into the back of the throat, expanding the chest and heart area. Big breaths at a pretty good pace. So it'll look something like this or sound something like this. What we do is we do about 30 of those. And then you take a big inhale, then a long exhale. And you stay empty at the bottom of the exhale for as long as you can, usually about 30 seconds. And then we can actually through these heavy breaths and these deep breathing, we can stay empty. You can start with probably around 30 seconds. You can quickly work up to around two to three minutes. It's really, you can, with steady practice, within two weeks, you can be holding your breath for three minutes. I guarantee it. And what we're doing by doing this heavy chest breathing, hyper-oxygenating our body, and then in the breath holds, depriving our body of oxygen, is we're training our body to be more efficient with how it uses the breath. And then that training lasts all day. That training lasts all day. So you do your breath in your morning, you do this regularly. Every breath you take, in which every breath you take in what will be your entire rest of your, of your life is going to be higher impact, which is really what we're all after. Beautiful. And what does this look like for the opposite effect. So say someone's running at a high RPM, they're, you know, rather than looking for more energy, they they want more relaxation because they're already quite activated. What does a breath practice look like for them? So a breath practice on days when, yeah, you wake up, get up out of bed, really high, pre high RPMs, lots of kind of discursive or intrusive thoughts. This is gonna be diaphragm, lower back breathing. This, rather than breathing through the mouth, will be breathing through the nose. We want to have the same principle of imagining the air coming into the back of the throat. So again, always before you breathe, place yourself center of circumference. Imagine that bright posture, bright chest. This is also posture training as it is breath training. Imagining the air coming in through our nose, coming into the back of the throat and shooting right down and having that balloon expanding in the belly. And this is steady breaths. It will sound or look something like this.
nice, steady, even in and out breaths, or if you really need to uh, bring the RPMs down, you can have slightly longer out breaths than in breaths. What this also does when we breathe into our belly and our belly is tapping back on the exhale is it stimulates our vagus nerve, which automatically will calm us down. So a breath practice like that, you sit, steady breaths into the diaphragm, in, out, in, out, maybe do about 30 of these, then take a big inhale. And rather than staying, then, then emptying and holding your breath at the bottom of the breath, we're gonna hold our breath at the top of the breath. You can think of it just like an inverse. Breathe into the belly, hold at the top. Breathe into your chest, hold at the bottom. This will create a sense of weightlessness and effortlessness which can be really conducive to calming down the nervous system. It's a beautiful state. And, you know, speaking of beautiful states, guys, the breath is basically an instant gateway to a state of peace and presence. Because, you know, most of the time you're living in the world of form, you're living in the world of objects and objects can be your thoughts you're fixating on the form that appears, either the physical objects in your, in your life, in your world, or your thoughts, your feelings, sensations, perceptions, beliefs, um, your judgments about yourself, about others, about the world, about your bank account, about your business. Most people spend their life lost in the world of form. And the thing about the world of form is that the world of form is always changing. It's not static, it's always changing. You know, everything changes. Our bodies change, um, the trees change, the weather changes, the temperature changes. Um, you know, our our world, our, you know, the oceans are changing, the, the sky, everything is in flux. Because in reality, there's nothing in our life that's actually ever constant, except the breath, right? The breath is actually the one anchor that is always constant in our life. As long as we're alive, we have our breath. Now the world of form, you know, one of the reasons why most people spend so much of their life in a state of discontent is because they're trying to stand on the forms of their life. They're trying to hold on to the forms of their life, whether it's holding on to money, whether it's holding on to um, a certain belief system, whether it's holding on to, you know, your partner, whether it's holding on to a political party or, you know, a religion or um, a perspective about the economy, um, social circles, holding on to the state of your yard right now. It doesn't really matter, but, you know, we are trying to work, we're so fixated on being attached to these things but these things are inherently in flux. They're always changing. So this experience of being alive is inherently frustrating. It's inherently dissatisfying and it's inherently unstable. So if you spend most of your life, you know, focusing on the forms, the objects in your life, then you're in for some trouble because you will never feel quite stable. You'll never feel at peace. You'll never feel safe. You'll never feel grounded because the things that you're trying to hold on to, you're trying to grasp, they're always slipping away. They're always elusive. And the one thing that is not is your breath. 
So all it takes is one deep conscious breath to come back into a state of presence, right? And if you learn to use your breath as an anchor for your life, you have something that you can tether to that's constant, that's not changing. And when I say not changing, I mean, your breath can you know speed up, it can slow down, it can be deeper, it can be shallow, but it's always there, right? It's always there. It's always there in the background of your experience. And it's very obvious once you find it, once you develop the awareness for it, and it's basically instant mindfulness. So Adrian, walk us through how someone can use their breath for this you know, instant meditative state. So for me, the, when I was on my journey of coming to presence, you know, I tried a bunch of different modalities, yoga, mantra meditation, mindfulness meditation, visualization exercises. And these were all really helpful for me, but it took a couple of weeks, a couple of months, or even sometimes a couple of years to really have a facility with that practice to, to be able to drop in to that sort of alignment. As soon as I discovered breath, I, I knew this is, this is the way I can communicate this presence. And this is because it is immediate. It is immediate. And, you know, often in many languages, actually the word for breath is synonymous with the word for spirit. If anything, we know that we are not our thinking minds. You are not just the, the little thoughts about what am I cook for dinner? Oh, I should call Bobby or Sue. This is not you, right? We are much more our breath than we are our thinking mind. So how can we use breath to create immediate presence? So the first thing is the art of doing one thing at a time. What is meditation? Meditation, everyone's like, oh, it's kind of esoteric. It can seem like it's kind of far away or hard to understand. Breath is practicing doing one thing at a time. That's it, right? Mantra meditations, it's just practicing focusing on the mantra. Um, visualization meditations, practicing focusing on an image. Breath, if we just focus on the breath, we're training ourselves to do one thing at a time. Doing one thing at a time is presence. And what makes breath uniquely powerful as a way to train ourselves to do one thing at a time is that in addition to training our focus to always coming back to the breath, it energizes the body and it's really good for the body. Lowers anxiety, lowers blood pressure, increases performance, increases memory, all of these fantastic things. So by training ourselves to come back to the breath, do one thing at a time. That is what presence actually is. You can think of this in your life. When have you been at your best? It's when you're only thinking about doing that one thing, that one task in front of you. This is what flow state is. Your best eggs you ever scrambled, all you're thinking about is scrambling eggs. Best paper you ever wrote was all distractions were removed, just writing that paper. Even in our relationships, what is love besides totally focusing on another person, right? And breath is training to be able to move this into our all every dimension of our life. So let's get back to, to think of the two prime ways that we can do this practically right now. So first way, first category is what are the techniques or principles that we should just always be aware of? This is, you know, 
you notice yourself a little bit off. Okay, I'm a little too anxious. Let me move my breath into the belly. That first conscious breath you take, immediate presence, immediate calm. Or oh, I'm just super low energy and lazy right now. Let me take a couple big chest breaths. Move the attention into the chest. Focus on doing one thing at a time, breathing into your chest, immediate energy and presence there. So this is something that we can kind of do every five minutes, every hour, do it after lunch is a little break. But if we really want to go deep, this is regular practice. This is, there are a bunch of videos you can find online. You can go on my website, reach out to me and I can, I can support you. It's daily practice of breath gives us an immediate meditative state. 10, 20 minutes, you're going to be feeling that presence, going to be feeling that focus, going to be feeling, as you mentioned, formlessness, getting out of the body and into awareness, into pure consciousness. And if you really want to go deep, which is a, this is a part I'm really excited to dive in with you, is something which has been an emergent practice in the West now called holotropic breath. And this is rather than just, you know, 20 minutes in the morning every day, holotropic breathing is breathing for about an hour or two straight. This is a way of creating a uh, real breakthrough presence by doing this heavy breath. I wouldn't suggest doing this alone, but you can probably find a class in your area where we're getting ourselves into an altered state of really pure presence. It has a lot of similarities with uh, the psychedelic experience or other sort of really transformative states, but has the benefit of being totally integrated, really healthy and for, and it's free. Beautiful. Um, how does one, if one wants to, you know, give that a try, right? Could you could you walk through sort of what that could look like for the people who are experimenters who don't have the patience to go find a class? Like if someone wants to try this right now, what would that look like? So if you really want to get into the altered state breath, then what you do is pick, pick, um, Make yourself a little playlist. Start with this. Playlist with songs with a steady beat that you can breathe to. Then lie down, um, put a pillow underneath your knees. This will protect your lower back. Maybe put an eye mask on, put on your best pair of headphones or lie down in front of a good speaker system if you have one in your house. Put on your playlist of songs with a steady beat and then just start breathing to the beat. For this, because we're, we're trying to achieve breakthrough, we're going to be doing mouth into chest breath. So you lie down on your back, pop on your headphones with the songs with a steady beat, feet slightly elevated, pillow underneath, um, underneath, uh, underneath the knees, and then breathe to the beat, breathe to the beat. Big, steady breaths, imagining the breath being as kinetic as full body, but focused on the chest as possible. And practice always returning to the breath. So what's going to happen is the mind is going to try to interfere or the thinking mind, discursive mind is going to try to interfere. It's going to uh, worry about your to-do list or worry about uh, what you're going to eat or your relationship with your family or something. It's going to try to interfere. Whenever the thinking mind comes up, return to the breath, return to the breath, 
my favorite metaphor in teaching this is Dory from the movie Finding Nemo, which I hope everyone's seen. <laughs> it's the little fish that says, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. We're doing that, but for breathing. Just keep breathing, just keep breathing, just keep breathing. Trust the breath. We are more the breath than we are the thinking mind. Train yourself to come back to that. If you do this even for 30 minutes, you will immediately, you'll notice your fingers start to tingle a little bit, uh, maybe a sense of weightlessness. These physical sensations that arise as we're doing the breath at first can be uh, a little surprising, but we want to embrace these, in, these sensations that come up because what the sensations are is actually increased awareness, which at first can be a little surprising. But as we become acclimated to this, we're training our system to be more aware, to be more in touch, to be more focused, to begin doing that one thing at a time. And that 30 minutes of this lying down, you'll notice undeniably that you have the, the thinking mind, the worrying mind will be pushed aside and there'll be space for whoever you are and whatever you want to do to arise and enter flow. Flow is performance, energy, clarity, all these things that we're seeking. Beautiful. Shall we do a, a demo? Yeah, great. Let's jump in. So what we'll be doing, which I think was the most fun, is the breakthrough breath. So this is mouth into chest. So we, we'll be doing about three minutes of heavy breathing. Then we'll take a big inhale up. Exhale everything out, hold empty. We'll just try 45 seconds because we have a lot of new people. But if you feel like you can hold longer, feel free to go a little longer. And what we'll do to start is something I call just expanding the container, which is just a um, way of breathing in and taking extra sips of air just to feel how big our lungs really are. Great. So if you're listening, uh, wherever you're sitting, you're fine to do this in a your office chair. Just place yourself in your center. Have your posture be as bright as possible. Imagine the rib cage lifting up and out of the hips, back of the skull lifting up and out of the spine, and a smile kind of emanating from your chest. Have your jaw relaxed. Maybe close your eyes. We're going to take a big breath in. And at the top, take another sip, another sip, another sip. And then release. And now we begin the heavy breath. We'll be breathing in through the corner of the lip, over the bottom molars, into the back of the throat, filling up the chest and heart area. And in, out, in, out, in, out, in. Out, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out. Now continue on your own.
keep breathing on your own. Try to inhale with acceleration and exhale with vibration. Let your chest and your heart area expand with every inhale and release with every exhale. Whatever comes up, any stories that are arising, just return to the breath. How can I breathe bigger? How can I breathe with more acceleration? How can I breathe with more of my entire being? Back to the breath, back to the breath. If any physical sensations are arising, dizziness, lightheadedness, tingliness, just a sign you're doing it right. Embrace the sensations, trust that they will become awareness. Just 10 more seconds, really push for these last 10 seconds. And let's all take a big inhale up. And as you exhale, let something go. Staying empty at the bottom of the exhale and not breathing. Trust that your body has enough oxygen to make it these 45 seconds. Cherish the stillness you're feeling in your body. While you're empty, still remember to keep the posture bright. And 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And big inhale up. Staying full at the top. Sip, sip, sip. And 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, Four, three, two, one, and release. <sighs> Let the natural breath return to the body at its own pace, with its own life. Mm. Take a moment to set an intention for the day. Take the opportunity of a clear slate and a clear mind to put yourself at the forefront. Great, so... Beautiful. That's one round. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, if you enjoyed this, you can do, you know, one to three rounds every day. Um, that's a cornerstone practice for, for both of us and our clients as well. And, you know, it's, it's really profound the way I feel. And it's, it's helped me create so much more clarity and focus and just operate at a much, much, much higher level. So thank you for this, Adrian. Um, do share where people can find you, how they can can join you in um, in creating some breathwork practices in their life. Uh, what are you up to in the world and all of that good stuff? Great, thank you. Yes, yeah, so you can find me on my website, introspectivemethod.com. And there I do weekly breath circles every Wednesday. So this is, we all get on Zoom bunch of different people. I go over technique, 
We breathe together, share our experience, really great way to build a practice with community. I also do uh, corporate events where I can come in and support teams and help strengthen community, build teams, um, facilitate communication with shared experience. And you can also always work with me one-on-one if we really want to go deep. Beautiful. I'll link all of this stuff in the show notes. Guys, check him out. Find him on the on the grams on his website. He's uh he's got some good stuff and it really it really makes a difference. Adrian, thank you for joining me here on the show. And uh I can't wait to have you back and and talk more. Um maybe we'll do an episode on on breath and psychedelics and some some of the crazy stories that we've uh, we've experienced. Great. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to next time. And to everyone listening, thank you for joining and breathing along. Beautiful. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, if you did, do drop a comment. Let us know what was most impactful for you and share this with a friend, share this with a loved one, leave a review, just an honest review, what you think of the show really helps us get the word out and share this content, share this with more people, get some get some cool guests here for you guys to learn from for and you know for all of us to make our bodies, our minds, this world a better place. So, I'll catch you next time. In the meantime, remember that you are limitless. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you found value, please consider leaving a five-star review to allow the show to reach more people or share this episode via your social media channels. If you're an entrepreneur and want support in exponentially scaling your business, email me at ani at animanian.com. Ani